the adventures of Lonnie, the Brotherhood of Steel scribe, Clark, the veteran mercenary, the gearhead racer, and Hazel, the traveling scholar. This is Rad Rules, a Fallout tabletop RPG. Hey there, Jared, aka Lonnie, aka Dr. J, aka Hey You, here. I want to remind everybody that Rad Rolls is supporting the Children's Hospital New Orleans through Extra Life. So far, our viewers and listeners have helped raise $360 as of this recording for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. If you're interested in donating, look up the Rad Rolls crew on extralife.org. That's extra-life.org. We also have two donation incentives available. $10, you can name one of the settlers that will be calling Rising Sun home. At $40, you can add your own character as an NPC to the game. If you ever wanted to have your OC psychologically scarred before being crushed by power armor, now's your chance. Lonnie will relax his arms out a little bit and go and talk to uh, the initiates. He'll come back and say, all right, um, they apparently have a mission that I need to get from uh, Night Captain Carmen. Um, But they're also recommending you go to the front gate of Old Islands. There's a a contact there they need you to meet. a, A Maybelline? I don't know. But uh, you're supposed to meet Maybelline at the front gate, and then we'll uh, rejoin. Apparently, things are a little bit complicated in Old Islands right now. Uh, okay. So we just keep following this road, I guess? Yeah, lead you right to it. Okay. And one of the uh, initials, right. oh, yeah, you just keep going down this road, man. It'll lead you right to it. All right, Hazel. Uh, I guess... I'm not carrying him like that. You want to just like drag him along? I, okay. Uh, Hazel's going to look around. Are there any fallen branches or twigs? Is there anything she can use to jury rig a drag sling at this point? Or a, um, uh, uh, like in the bayou. I imagine these roads having a lot of foliage on left and right. So you could probably take some type of kudzu and, um, I don't know the quality of stick that you're going to be able to find, but you could probably find enough kudzu <laughs> and vine and stuff that you could um, make like a a baby harness. A baby? <laughs> uh, I was thinking more something we could drag. I don't think I'm going to be able to wear him on my back. No, you, you know the the baby harnesses that go like on the wrist of the parent. That oh yeah, way, yeah. It's like the the oh. leash. Oh, a yeah, leash. Perfect. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I can definitely. I'll, 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 I'll rig something up. I'll rig something I'll, up. If will I'll, he just I'll, follow? I'll, if I just, I'm, I'm gonna actually test this. Hazel's gonna walk over to where uh, Pep is standing there making like, like an idling engine noise, and just kind of gently take him by the wrist and like gently tug him and see if he actually will walk under his own power to follow. Like, if I lead him by the hand, will he follow me if I'm steering him? Yeah. 
okay, I, I think, uh, I think we're stuck with the buddy system here, guys. And she'll actually just reach back and take his hand and see if he will walk with her if she starts walking forward and tugging him gently. Yeah, you do that and you'll notice that like when you have his like his hand down at the side, like he's going mm. <laughs> and then like he just won't move any faster. But uh, like if you pull the arm up like a throttle. Okay. <laughs> um this raises more questions than it answers, but at least we can get him to walk under under his own power now. Yes. All right. Um, I, I guess it's better than I, drag. Yeah, I guess I'm the. I guess I'm the driver. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll I'll drive him. Um, Clark, uh, if as long as you keep an eye out, make sure, you know, you're the lookout. I'm the driver. I guess. Sounds fine it, to me. Let's, should let's make it real pop. You know what? I think I will. Uh, Hazel, uh, I need you to make me a. Um, Oh, let's call this a perception plus pilot. Difficulty <laughs> difficulty zero. Oh no, I'm so bad at piloting. Okay. Okay, hold on. Uh let's let's roll a few dice today. Alright, so we're doing I'm doing perception plus drive plus piloting. Pilot. Yeah. Oh god. Alright. It's difficulty zero. You, oh wow! You actually crit. You got three successes. Actually, I got three successes. So I go ahead and take you. Uh, so go ahead and take your uh, three AP. Okay. Um, piloting a human has never is pretty intuitive. Actually, like you just you know the the arms the throttle, uh, you know a little motion to the elbow for the brake. Um, you know, that if you, uh, uh, tilt the hip in certain direction, you can do like really tight turns, like an e-brake. I mean, it's, it's he pretty intuitive. Horn. He even has yeah. a horn. Let, let's not talk about the, the blinkers and the turn signals and all that stuff. Like, we'll, we won't get into all those, uh, niceies and don't get me started on where the oil goes. Okay. Um, but yeah, you you know how to drive pep. So um driving Miss Hackett. Oh my god. Yeah. So you are making your way to the front gate of Old Nolens. Lonnie has um extricated himself from the group and is following the initiates up to uh, the base uh, where the Brotherhood of Steel uh, resides. So they reside in this Poseidon energy plant that is adjacent to but outside of the town proper. Um, you arrive at the front gate of Olnolens and sort of what Kelly had uh, alluded to, the... Gates closed. The doors closed, and there is a couple of guards, sort of standing about outside on the, this uh, 
um, at this gateway, sort of um, managing people that might be coming to or for her, whatever. Uh, there's not a lot of traffic. Really, the only traffic right now is the three vault suits sort of uh, walking up to this door. So that's the scene in front of you. They're not really approaching you or anything like that. They're just kind of standing guard. Um, you know, they, they see you, you see them. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, we don't know any better, so I would just um, say hello and try and walk through. Uh, same. Hi there, yeah. folks. Um, the... Um, Access to the city's closed at the moment. I apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, oh, no worries. Um, we have business. Uh, we're the River Crawlers Caravan. We're here to see Ella Fitzgibbon. Oh, uh, River Crawler Caravan. That's right. Um, one of the guards uh, scans you up and down real quick. <sighs> Thought there are four of you. Yeah, um, there are four of us. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lie to them and say, "Yeah, there are four of us." Uh, actually, no, I don't have any reason to lie. Yeah, there's four of us. One of them had to go. Um, he he had to report back to uh, his his brotherhood seal commander. Uh, that tracks. Right, exactly. Um, because we heard that the city was on lockdown. So uh, we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to cause any problems. Right, right. Um, uh, one of the uh, ghouls, it's two ghouls here, by the way, kind of uh, dressed to the nines. Very nice attire, uh, like pinstripe suits um, and Tommy guns, strangely enough. Uh, one of them who's been assessing the situation says, I have something for you all. Now, it's not access to the city, uh... I wanna, but it's something that does belong to you. He um, makes his way inside the gate. Well, he he gives a few knocks, and somebody on the inside of the gate lets him in. Uh, A few minutes later, um, he comes back out driving this extremely old vehicle, like a flatbed, like model something for it. I forget what letter y'all gave it. Um, but just sort of huh. like a Model S or a Model A? I I don't know. I, I forget which, but we all know Maybelline at this point. He's driving Maybelline. <laughs> it's like a two-cylinder engine. It's just like took it, took it, took it, took it. Yeah. And he, and he took it, took it, took it, took it through the, the gate and sort of pulls it around and backs it up a little bit. And comes out and he takes his uh um his like the the sleeve of his jacket and he <sighs> gives the will well another little shine and stuff and was like 
Jack McPumpkins is a man of his word. <laughs> no. Maybelline. Oh, no. oh my god. Jack McPumpkins makes the return trip. Oh god. <clears throat> that is, by the way, that was out of character. In character, Hazel's like, wow, it's cool looking. Uh, does it actually um, do anything? Uh, as those words are leaving your lips, um, you find that piloting Pep has become nigh impossible as Pep has eyed this vehicle and is now, you know, hugging it. If you can imagine Dr. Grant and the Triceratops in Jurassic Park, <laughs> just like full on <laughs> hugging it and just listening to the engine hum and this just, <laughs> just this smile. Guys, he's rubbing his cheek on it. Like he's like, <laughs> it's like wow, okay. And Jack is just like arms crossed, looking. I was like, I get it. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, he missed just, his car. I get it. Wait, what do you what do you mean his car? He had a car that he didn't tell us about. That I mean, I know he really wants to get his hands on a suit of power. Arm. Which I'm sure nothing, nothing like that would be, you know, could in, in any way, shape, or form be dangerous or problematic. But a car? I mean, where did he, where did he find it? How is that his? Why is I mean, it here? Could you, you have left it? You, could you imagine if he like drove that into one of us? It'd probably really hurt. Jack uh, kind of shrugs and says, "This was." I was told property of River Crawler Caravan. I was told to return it to its owners once they came by, but to inform them that the city is currently closed at the moment. I don't think it's going to be like that for long. Then again, I'm not like that might be above my pay grade to actually make that decision or make that assumption. But yeah, it's, yours uh who put elastitape all over the front of it this is a mess wow can't even see through the passenger side window anyway not important um so can um you said your name was mcpumpkins mcpumpkins yes by the way uh I will say that is absolutely a classic pre-war name, I think. Um, great Thanks, name. my dad gave it to me. <laughs> uh, Little I love joke. The name. I love the name. Uh, you should be wearing an orange suit, honestly, I think. That, yeah, I tried that once and... Um, yeah, death, death claws are attracted to orange, aren't they? That's a bad idea. A lot of things are attracted to orange and it's okay. not the ladies. So I don't um, know. I find uh, I find orange to be quite an enticing color, but um, yeah. Anyway, so do prison wardens. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, so uh, so you're giving us this car, and you said the car is his, and well, it belongs to River Crawler Caravan, but he's yeah, he's um, the. Have you noticed that he's um, not quite feeling right? 
He studies Pep for a minute and like No. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean I I've I I guess well, he definitely wants us to take the car, so we should take the car. The question is... Uh, take the car to where? That that was my next question, Clark. Where, what is what our money was if, going if up to keep, the Brotherhood? Well, yeah, did Ella leave any instructions for us? I mean, we, that was the whole thing. We were supposed to come here and talk to her. Yeah, that was like, our instructions. We we're, in. supposed to, we're supposed to meet her, arrange things with her, talk with her about a deal between the city leadership and the river crawler caravan. And now we're finding that we can't enter the city, he gave his car and told us it belongs to our friend who can't tell us yeah. one way or the other, because he's, you know, he's NASCAR brain right now. I don't like, it's like whatever's in his head is just going around and around making left turns as far as I can tell. Okay. Um, and, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Just turn around and go back? I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, that's up to you. I mean, you got a car at least now, right? Like, I, We don't know I, how to get to the Brotherhood place. I can give you direction. Shit, that's... No, I think you should come with us. Uh, we need a that, guide. Yeah, I mean... You guide. say that and, like, also, the other you know, guard at the post, like, starts shaking his head no. I mean, are are you? I mean, you might have a break coming if you want to take a, you know, take your break. You know, you know what I, you know what I like to do on my breaks. I am almost afraid to ask. Nothing. That actually <laughs> sounds like a really good use of your break time. Nothing. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. that's what that I like to do on my break time. Mr. McPumpkins, I think um, I think that you have things figured out better than most people I've met in my life, and I would love to sit at your knee and learn your ways. But for now, we kind of have a job to do. So I guess um, I'm yeah, driving. I, I understand that you need to speak with Ella Fitzgibbons, but this even goes above her head right now. It goes above her head. I thought she was, isn't she the one in charge of New Orleans? The in charge thing is a little complicated. There's a council. There's um, like, it's, it's a whole thing. Like I just. So how, how do we get in touch with the council? Like if I started like a, if I, if I made like a, like a smoke signal or if there was like an explosion of like a Corvega or something in this spot, would they be able to hear it from here? I mean, I would. I, I use smoke signals a lot. It's a thing. Do you but, blow them out of cars? Uh, well, it doesn't take a lot. You can basically spit on them and they blow up. It's, I, I don't know how people in the pre-war United States managed to get behind the wheel of any of those death traps, honestly. But and Jack's I, like... She's not wrong. I took my life in my own hands wiping that, buffing that spot out on the wheel well just now. I, I think this car looks like it's probably low-tech enough to be fairly stable. I don't think it's going to go nuclear, but I, it also looks like maybe 
10 miles an hour is it's like on the floor speed. So um, it's not exactly whipping our hair back. Um, but uh, you know what, uh, Clark, what do you want to do? I, well, I'm going to drive it. <laughs> Clark's, Clark's never driven it before. Or That's a good driven point. In general. So, yeah, we'll drive uh, it. It's I'm- going to be challenging to drive it because Pep has already sort of integrated his seat self into the driver's seat. Pep. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that idea at all. Pants are ten and two. He's 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 still not communicative. No, I mean he's no he he's like locked in right now. Huh. All right. Uh, well, so are we going to uh, just try and like tell him where? <laughs> we want to go and hope for the best because we don't know where we're going. All right. Um, Okay. Um, Maybe, maybe we could treat him like some sort of like a robotic driver that can't actually. Okay. Let's give it a try. What do we have to lose at this point? Honestly, I think at this point we're just kind of killing time until nightmare comes back. Yeah, it's a good point. So, uh, you so know, Mr. I guess we could go look for Richard. Uh, you know, we, that was an option. It was an I option. You, I think you kind of spared her. Yeah, Jack will give you directions to get to um, the power plant. Basically, you just have to skirt around the town, like clockwise. Uh, eventually, you'll get to the power plant. It's like the next biggest thing in the area. And the roads uh, are established to the point where it's should be fairly simple to to get yourself there. So, and there's that's the only thing around the city that's we can't access the the Super Bowl uh Super Bowl, the um the dome. The dome is inside the city limits and um everything else we Jack's can, like you probably don't want to go to the dome anyway unless you've got specific business. It's not really a uh, tourist attraction. That we're not exactly tourists, so. But yeah, no, it's it might be a better idea to go when there's more of us. Probably right now, uh, I think if uh, I think if a fight breaks out, uh, two against a literal army of super mutants might not put the odds in our favor. Well, no, no let's I mean, put pet drive and hope for the best. It only, right. It's only going to go like 10 miles an hour, so worst comes out, we'll just jump in. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, Pep. Hey, Pep, and, and, and Hazel's going to go over and say, like, try and – he won't focus his eyes on her. <laughs> no, but he's, he's, he's in the zone right now. He's in the zone. Pep, um, we need you to drive us – Due southeast along the outside wall of New Orleans. Can you do that? Are you in the vehicle? Uh, not at the moment. I'm <laughs> standing outside the vehicle. It doesn't exactly he doesn't, go- Yeah, he doesn't really respond. He doesn't really respond. <sighs> he doesn't pull Clark off without you, though. Clark has been in the, in the car. Do you want to drive? Okay. Um, well, you can you can take 
you can take side seat. I'll sit in the back. We'll see if things change if we get into the car. Uh, that's Hazel thinking. Uh, Hazel says, okay, let's get in the car, see if we can make this thing actually do something other than just sit here. All right. Uh, you all settle into your seats, and it's not until you have settled into your seats uh, until um, the the vehicle starts to move. And it's a very smooth... Um, just very smooth takeoff. It's not like immediately pedal to the metal, like full throttle immediately. It's nice and gradual. Um, it's a nice Sunday stroll. It's very smooth, uh, especially considering that this vehicle probably doesn't have shocks. And if there are shocks, they're extremely rudimentary. Um, you swear that he even comes to a complete stop at a four-way intersection and looks both ways before continuing. So he may be a space case, but the man can drive. I mean, it's um, probably in his blood. As you give him additional um, directions, uh, he follows them uh, perfectly, follows the rules of the road, and it is a uh, stately, uneventful excursion from the front gate of Old Nolens to the front gate of the Brotherhood of Steel uh, outpost or base, whatever you want to call it, and just sort of uh, parks right up front. Not even a hard lurch when he breaks, just a nice, gradual, you, you don't even feel it, feel it. Like, if you could imagine your grandma wearing her Sunday best with a crock pot full of chili... <laughs> In her lap, <laughs> that kind of gentle. Life. That that kind of gentle. I mean, that is that is how he he makes this trip, and he just kind of stops there and sort of hangs out. He doesn't he doesn't get out of the car. Not the moment. I mean, he's sort of uh, he's sort of grown roots at the moment. Okay, so I... you are. <laughs> You, you, you're at the front of the uh, Brotherhood of Steel Gate. There are uh, two initiates standing guard there, different from the initiates that you saw a little bit earlier. Uh, one will actually approach because um, they're going to be a little bit more active about their defenses than the Old Nolans uh, preservationists. Um, one of the guards will come up and say, Oh, hey there. Uh, what's going on? We're here to say, um, I guess he's Knight Lonnie Haber. Oh, Knight Haber. Uh, yeah, he'll be out shortly. Uh, it, do you have like a waiting room or, or like a cafeteria or someplace we can just like sit? and hang out? I mean, you guys must have, like, a break area, right? Yeah, we've got a cafeteria, yeah. A commissary, yeah. Yeah. Um, is 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 that someplace we can we can spend a few minutes and hang out? I mean, it's... I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really hot and humid out here. Yeah. Uh, 
Hazel's going to kind of lay it on a little thick. It's like, it's so hot, and we've been traveling for such a long time. We could really use a place to sit down and, you know, have some shade and a drink, maybe. Uh, make me a charisma plus speech difficulty two. Okay. That's fair. Charisma plus speech. This is not my specialty. I should have let Clark do this. Charisma plus speech. Roll it. Oh, two successes. All right. So, um, yeah, and then it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One second. And he'll go over to the other guard and they'll have a discussion real quick. And and you can kind of see this first guard pantomiming, like, you know, hot outside, wiping sweat and everything like that. And they're both nodding. It was like, and the um, gate will open uh, just wide enough to be able to get the uh, vehicle through. And the original guard say, uh, yeah, you can come on in since you're with uh, Night Haybear. Uh, uh, you can bring the car in if you want. Or you can leave it out here. Whatever works. Uh, actually, uh, Hazel's going to kind of take Clark aside really quick. Should should we not? I think maybe it's a better idea to leave Pep in the car out, out here in case something weird happens. He can make a break for it. I, I don't want him stuck. Where I mean, he's not exactly in the position to recognize danger and run from it at the moment. I don't want to babysit him. Okay. Um, no, the the car. Hazel says no. The car can stay out here as long as uh, as long as you're okay with it. And she'll walk over to Pep and say, "Okay, I I I know you're in there somewhere, Pep. If anything weird happens and uh, the part of your brain that still registers like lizard brain fear or trouble pings." Just start driving. Take off. Okay? Get, can no you, real like, response. Like, don't, don't wait for us. You and Maybelline, get out of here. Don't wait for us. Um, <laughs> you, he will, um, instead of parking with the front towards the gate, Mm-hmm. He'll take a moment to back the car up so that the back's facing the gate instead. That is that's perfect. Um, and we'll bring you we'll bring you something to eat when we come out. Okay. We'll we'll bring you we'll bring you some we'll bring you some fuel. Yeah, and she gives him like like the, just the most awkward corny thumbs up. She has no idea how this works, but a thumbs up is. Kind of the universal. Let's let's it's just go with it. Good enough for Vault Boy. <laughs> yeah. Good enough for me. Uh, so like somebody it. said food. Let's go get food. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go get food and let's. All right. Let's get weird. Uh, in we go. Okay. <laughs> and Hazel's uh, just gonna head inside. Yeah. You make your way into the front gate. And there's these, uh, the training yard and the tents and stuff like that. Um, there is a medical tent. There are um, sort of like a, a forward base for the quartermaster. 
uh, a lot of initiates sort of going through uh, drills, uh, shooting practice. Some of them are doing uh, hand-to-hand combat practice, learning some basics there. And you'll notice that there's about, I don't know, close to 20 initiates lined up, fully geared, ready for some type of expedition. And at the head of them is Knight Haybear. Ah, Clark, Clark, Clark. Yeah. What does he think he, what is he doing? He looks like he's ready to go on a full-blown military op. I thought he was just coming over here to, like, touch base or something. Where does he think he's going? I don't know. He's a knight. I guess he's got... He didn't know he was a knight. That's... And he's not wearing power armor, which is really weird. Don't knights wear power armor? Okay, it's not important. Um, Uh, Yeah. Okay, should we... I mean, I don't want to interrupt him. Should we go over there and talk to him? It seems like he's in the middle of... Whatever it is. He seems seems busy, and I seem hungry. Uh, Um, he, He definitely mentioned food. One of you mentioned food. Yeah, I feel like I've, I honestly, I'm, I'm famished. I feel like I've never eaten a Dan in my life at this point. Um, right? Right. Although, um, don't hold it against me. I am really curious about that medical tent. I mean, I, I really want to see what they've got in there. I mean, it, it might help us out to, to know what kind of medical supplies are available. Right. She's like, right, right, right. I want to go look. So, uh, but let's go eat first. I mean, that kind of, you can't really think on an empty stomach, right? Speaking of thinking on an empty stomach, um, uh, Lonnie catches both of you in the yard because one of the guards is like, hey, you know, came up to Lonnie and said, you've got guests. And Lonnie starts to beam as he sees you all. He's like, hey, guys, come here. Come here. I've got great news. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, Clark, did I, I, I just walk over. I like, I'm, I'm looking to Clark to try and figure out if he's game for this because he doesn't like the military industrial type. But instead, she's just going to go fuck it and just walk over. <clears throat> and try and look like she belongs there, even though she very much doesn't feel like she does. Say, uh, Lonnie, what, what's going on? Well, um, as we all found out earlier, I'm now yeah. a knight in the Brotherhood of Steel. Right, and, and I, 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 change of clothes looks good on you. Very nice. Orange Oh, uh, he's you. still in the vault suit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's still. He hasn't changed clothes or anything. Is he wearing any Brotherhood of Steel armor on top of the vault suit? No. (gasps) You're still just walking around a blue vault suit. Still just the vault suit. Wow. It's like you're wearing wearing nothing at all. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So. (sighs) Okay. So what's going on? So there's an adjustment of plans here because. Okay. Apparently. Old Nolans is locked down right now. 
and there are very few options mm-hmm. for all of us to be able to get in. Now, you guys aren't planning any- to invade New Orleans, are you? No. No. Okay. Okay. Good. Because uh, you're starting to give me a little bit of a, <laughs> a little no, bit of, no, no. of a. As a matter of fact, uh, Brotherhood of Steel members are really some of the only outside people that are actually allowed in Old Knowledge right now. That is. That's great. Really, that's really interesting. So it's uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm from Old Knowledge, and I'm Brotherhood of Steel. And mm-hmm. I can get into Old Nolans right now based off those credentials, but you all are not Lonnie Haybear. Mm, well, that's very observant of you. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. So great that you recognize yeah. this. Yeah. So for me to be able to get you access a little bit quicker than waiting for this lockdown to be lifted, which nobody really has any information on apparently i need to have you be uh contract workers for the brotherhood of steel so uh, it's it's just it's just the contract thing you you it's on paper that you've helped the brotherhood of steel with a mission that was led by me and then all of a sudden you've kind of grandfathered into this whole brotherhood of steel thing You'll be able to get into the city. You don't have any long-term times with Brotherhood of Steel. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I spoke with uh, Nightcap and Rajir about it, and it seemed like the, the best option for, uh. for us. And, and here's the thing. It's going to be super easy. Well, okay. okay. Fairly now, inconvenient. Okay. All right. Now, super I, easy, I say it's super easy, and honestly... Yeah, I, I say it's I say it's super easy. I'll leave that for you to decide. Okay. So these initiates are like really green. Okay. Mm-hmm. They haven't shot at any moving targets at all. And one of the things that the Brotherhood still likes to do with new initiates that haven't shot any moving targets at all is we go down south. We go down to the uh South Nolens par three professional miniature golf course and pro shop. It's very, very specific location, but okay. Well, and they go mole rat hunting because there's no shortage of mole rats down there. Oh yeah. I, I, I hate mole rats. I'm, I'm Well, you can take a few shots too. I don't think there's, I don't think they'd mind, but yeah, we so all this is. I mean, we get a competition. It, hell yeah, sure. Why not? I think that might actually help. Um, so I have to take the uh, this platoon down, um, escort them down. Uh, they do some mole rat hunts, bring them back up. They okay. have experience. Yeah, I've completed a mission. Mm-hmm. You have assisted me. With this mission, we're all good. Now, the nice and then thing, we have- yeah, access. Now, interesting thing about the South Nylons Par 3 Professional Miniature Golf Course and Professional Shop is really the only thing the Brotherhood does there 
is shoot the mole rats. Mm-hmm. And it's a fully enclosed facility. Hmm. Which means that there might be possible that we could, while I'm doing the shooting exercises, the three of you could poke around, maybe find some stuff. Uh, golf balls. Golf balls. Um, golf clubs. Golf. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much anything. Just tag the word golf in front of it and... <laughs> you know, it, it it's entirely possible we can find it, but but the point is, there's stuff t- that we could potentially scavenge for rising sun. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Um, and actually, and while we're scavenging, we basically have a platoon of Brotherhood of Steel watching our back the entire time. As long as they don't actually accidentally friendly fire shoot us in the back, yeah, that actually sounds like a halfway decent plan. Um, so, so here's the thing. I, I've got 18 rough and rowdy initiates behind me. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a lot to manage. So, as my fellow leadership at Rising Sun... I have a bad feeling you're going to ask us to help you manage these guys. I have a great um, feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clark, I like your energy on this. I really do. I really like your energy. Just give me okay. so. So I'm going to uh, introduce you to everyone. Okay. And uh, you just let me know, you know, who you would like. Uh, you would like on your fire team. Teams. Um. So basically, well, um, what I want you all to do the same is. Value. Okay. Is there another? No, it's a different Kelly. See, oh, damn it. No. It's a different Kelly. <laughs> uh, no. It's it not Horse Girl brother. Kelly. No, I'm sorry. It's not no. Horse Girl Kelly. Okay. No, it's hey, not hey, Horse Girl wrong. Kelly. Uh, so uh, what I want everyone to do is you're going to draft four people for your um, your fire team. Now, if anyone's familiar with a funnel in RPGs, Basically, a funnel is every player takes like four zero level characters into like this meat grinder mission, and whoever makes it out alive is your PC for the rest of the campaign. And that's what's going to happen here. We're going to create some heroes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So wait, this All this right. is it. Oh, okay. Oh so, boy. Oh boy. Um. Um. Do they have individual differing stats, or were most no. them based? No, these on... are these are these are basic <laughs> they're, they're, boys. they're all baseline zeros. Basic boys and girls here. All right, Z- yep. zeros to heroes. Okay, I don't, so I don't need. I need we'll start zero with that more Clark. information. I want. I want Willie. All right, <laughs> Willie's in your fire team. Yes. Um, I am calling all right. in Hazel. Who you choose? I'm picking Violet. You're picking Violet. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try and get these people to be as field medic ready as possible. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got seven, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Uh, okay. Uh, ele- okay. So uh, Pep's getting Kevin, and Lonnie is getting Cole. Okay. Um, next, Clark. Who are you selecting for your fire team? Um, I'll take Layla. 
Pick Layla. All name? right. Got it. Uh, I'm going to grab Zoya. Zoya. All right. We've got six. We've got 12 left. Hep's getting Jacob. And Lonnie's getting Alicia. All right. Who's your third choice, uh, Clark? Um, Brett. Take Brett. Brett. Brett okay. here. Yep. Uh, I got Dexter. Dexter. Uh, that leaves us with uh, eight. Dexter's a wild card. So uh, <laughs> Pep is going to get Erica. And Lonnie is going to end up with Harris. All right, last member of your fire team, Clark. This is this is where it gets serious. Um, I feel like I feel like I got to go for Aaron here. For Aaron, okay. Yeah. Uh, I will take Hannah. All right, Hannah. Pep's last. It's going to be Kelly. <laughs> and Lonnie will end up with Elias, Isaiah. And Oscar. And those will be your assigned fire teams. Now, as uh, you are getting to know your fire teams, um, Lonnie will hand out a uh, document to you called the Brotherhood of Steel Field Manual How to Follow Orders from Commanding Officers. As a new Brotherhood of Steel initiate, you will be expected to follow orders from your commanding officers, and sometimes people that are standing in for your commanding officer. By remaining duteous to your superiors, the Brotherhood of Steel can ensure the best possible chance for mission success and your survival. Asterisk. Below are some basic orders you may be well, expected to carry the out. <laughs> the asterisk is the Brotherhood of Steel can in no way completely ensure your survival. <laughs> So things you can ask um, your initiates to do. Attack, minor action, or 1 AP. You and your fire team will do the best, do your best to obliterate whatever poor, unfortunate target your commanding officer has decided to incite violence upon. So basically, you will uh, you pay the cost, roll an attack for one member of the fire team, plus an additional assist die for each remaining fire team member. This does not count towards normal limits for, on buying bonus D20s with action points. Add plus one damage rolls for each fire team member beyond the first. So if you're rolling an attack with your full fire team, that's 5D20. And then you can still buy uh, with action points if you want to. Light them up, usable once per combat per fire team. Sometimes your commanding officer must authorize a vulgar display of force in order to get the point across. The fire team adds bonus damage dice equal to the average fire rate of the group, so we're going to assume two. So they get extra damage dice when they roll. Protect. The cost is a minor action or one AP. The Brotherhood of Steel are routinely called upon to protect the less fortunate and objects of interest. Just rub some dirt in the wound and the auto dock will take care of the rest. Member or members whoa, whoa, of the fire team... <laughs> <laughs> Hazel, like her eye visibly twitches. <laughs> members of the fire team will interject themselves between you and a threat granting you a narrative bonus to your defense either defense bonus cover bonus redirection of damage whatever makes the most sense take the bullet 
costs one luck point. The protection of the chain of command is a time-honored noble tradition within the Brotherhood of Steel. You are therefore duty-bound to protect your commanding officer at all costs for the sake of the mission and your brothers. A member of the fire team will take all damage from one attack instead of you. Wow. Okay. So these are uh, things you can ask your uh, fire team to do while you're out on this away mission. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Let's do uh, that. All right. So, Clark, you are in command of Willie, Layla, Brett, and Aaron. Um, Hazel, you're in command of Violet, Zoya, Dexter, and Hannah. Uh, Pep is in command of Kevin, Jacob, Erica, and Kelly. And Lonnie has the remaining six. So, uh, Lonnie will say, all right, uh, we can catch a quick bite to eat in the commissary. Um, after that, uh, we'll have to get going because um, these folks are on the clock. Uh, they're ready to go. Um, since you have... We have a car now because mm-hmm. he can kind of see behind the, the, the gate and Pep's just sort of like sitting in a car. It's like, um, we can't transport everyone. Mm-hmm. So um, you all take the car and me and my fire team will kind of act as rear guard. And we'll just kind of catch up with you. And these folks can kind of march along with you however, you know, you want. But, I mean, you've got a car. Use it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, Beverly, Beverly Hillbilly style, like we're all piled on top. Yeah. Like we're six so, feet I mean, deep. <laughs> yeah. So we'll head down to uh, we'll head down to the golf course. We'll I'll we'll disband the fire team. So like I can let them do their shooting practice while you do whatever it is you want to do at the golf course, load up the vehicle. We head back. It sounds good to me. Uh, night captain car. And he makes sure nobody's listening. Like night captain Carmen is expecting like a 25% attrition rate. Hmm. She thinks they're going to die. Now, I can't say that out loud, but, like, really, we don't even have to guarantee their safety. Look, nobody on Team Walb is dying. I am not especially comfortable with leading a bunch of fresh recruits to their deaths. Um, Say that out loud, though. That's easy. Don't, Don't let your team die. See team, team Wald because we got Willie, Aaron. Well, Lily, we need to Brett, make sure that Wald. we're we're kitted out then, them and us. I mean, a piece oh, of, yeah. of body armor is the difference sometimes between life and death. We need some stim packs. We need are are we going into this with supplies or are we doing a dry run? No, so your average yeah, so your average Brotherhood of Steel initiate is outfitted with um, a Brotherhood of Steel uniform, a laser rifle, and their hollow tags. Um, so they do have defense, they do have armor, 
they are armed. Okay, so they're not completely naked or anything. They actually um, are armed. Um, They are looking for nines or lower when they shoot their laser rifle. That's great. Yeah, so they're not terrible. Mm. (sighs) Like, let me... uh, let me fire a, just like a single laser rifle here. So we're looking for nine, and uh, they're rolling uh, five damage dice. Okay, oh, that they also got a they also got a one. Yeah, uh, so correct. Yeah. That that's a David Chaffin's yeah. rules. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I think we can roll with that. Yeah. So, yeah, like you're worried about, are they kitted out? Um, uh, I'm, I'm worried yeah, about Lonnie a- will ask Elias Ew. to take a shot, and he hits a training dummy, like, right in the head, and does uh, five energy damage. Okay. Like, so... But that's a stationary target, right? Like, that we're... Yeah. You know, we're he, he's kind of calm, cool, collected. He doesn't have anything breathing down his neck. He takes a, a decent shot, and he hits. Like, that's what you're kind of expecting to do. So, like, at, at least this one guy on Lonnie's fire team um, is with it. Okay. Um, would it help for me to... So, whether it... it I don't know, is it... Mole rats or swamp rats? I don't know a lot about swamp rats, but I, I do know a little bit about mole rats. Maybe I can give them a little bit of an advantage if they know, for example, that they're going to be ambushed from underground, um, that they tend to uh, rush the targets, that if you get up high, like on something that's solid, like, you know, like basically graboids uh, proof that you can you know, maybe get better shots at them without taking damage. Can I can I give not just my group, but like all of the initiatives, a little bit of survivability knowledge if they don't already have it? I'm not going to assume they know what they're walking into here. Or oh, is they'll it be supposed fine. to... <laughs> they'll be fine. They'll be fine. To... They'll either be Bro. fine or they'll learn real quick um, their last lesson. Uh, school of hard knocks, huh? Uh, I, make I me, take it. Make me a charisma plus a survival check. Difficulty zero. Okay. Clark is all about the school of hard knocks. I have the suspicion. I mean, I just met you, but you're definitely giving off that vibe. So charisma plus... Survival. So the charisma, because you're trying to teach this to a bunch of people, mm-hmm. it's not for your own personal survival. You're trying to convey this information to multiple people, but this is definitely okay. a survival type thing. Okay. Two successes, and this was a, uh, a zero. Okay. So uh, what I will do is the Brotherhood initiates will have um, – you've added two AP mm-hmm. to their pool. All right, uh, that, uh, that, that they is, can use. I'm pleased with that. Knowledge is power, and I've given them what I've got. Yep, so you have given them uh, two AP Yay! that um, <laughs> they can use uh, for future endeavors. Now, all right. um, you all go to the commissary and have um, a quick lunch. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it might just be uh, cram, but prepared properly, if it can be prepared properly. Uh, it gets you full, and it's actual, like, nutrition. Um, you've heard rumors of some less nutritious things being served in Old Nylons, uh under the guise of food. Uh, but, well, if all uh, if all goes uh, well tonight, there might be a mole rat on the menu. That that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you uh, finish up the commissary. Uh, you uh, get your gear together. You round up the initiates. Uh, you kind of set up marching orders, so you have like a fire team, front right or left, right, and rear. And Lonnie takes the rear guard, kind of uh, marching behind several dozen meters i don't know however long however far back but just making sure nothing comes from the rear or anything like that and you make your way toward the south nylons par three come on the south nylons par three professional miniature golf course and pro shop now in route to the South Nylons Par 3 Professional Miniature Golf Course and Pro Shop. It's a pretty uneventful drive. Um, Let me try to paint a scene for you here. The roads are... There's a little bit of pavement, but it is mainly given uh, itself up to, um, like, grass and undergrowth. The nature has reclaimed these roads now you can see roughly where the road was based off of how tall some of the grass is and everything where some of this pavement still lies um and pep does a good job of staying like close next to the road like following adjacent to the road so you don't have to go over this you know really bumpy situation here uh the initiates take it a little bit more uh tentatively because it kind of is difficult terrain you know, walking on this uh, rubble. Um, on either side, uh, sort of like your way going into Old Nylons, you have these, you know, what's left of these tall trees that have been reclaimed by kudzu and vines. Um, there's not much like uh, foliage, but like the kudzu and vines and all this stuff really sort of obscure the views of what's going on in the woods and um, somehow Kudzu has survived the nuclear apocalypse as, as Kudzu would. And as you tr- are traveling south, you see a uh, figure walking down the road. And it's weird because it's definitely humanoid. Is it galloping? No. Uh, walking on walking on two feet okay. um, it is a humanoid walking on uh, walking on two feet, but you could swear that it's got stag horns, and the light's kind of coming behind the figure, so you're getting the silhouette, so you can really see just the outline, but you really have no idea what you're you're dealing with. But you know, it's walking your no. direction. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, That's a lot of no. That's a lot of no coming our direction. Clark is... 
will call out questioningly. Uh, Richard? Richard? Is that... Are you Richard? The figure starts to wave you down. Okay. Yeah, Um, I'll I'll head over. All right. uh, We'll cover you, Clark. Very normal Clark. Perfectly normal Clark will go over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm taking... I'm taking Brett. Brett has to come with it. Okay. Um, Did that show for everyone? Oh. See. Uh, Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not the... It's not a big picture. I know there's a shortcut to show a bigger picture, but it's just not working for me here. So it is a humanoid. Uh, is a female presenting individual with uh, very well-loved clothing. Um, uh, you can see just sort of armor pieces here and there. Uh, she is wearing what appears to be the skull of a stag and has a, a shotgun with her. And she's kind of holding it up. She's not pointing at you or anything like that. It's held up and everything. It's like, I am so terribly sorry. She says that to Clark? If you're the first person to come up to her, yes. She says, I am so terribly sorry. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Um, you have, through no fault of your own, gotten yourself involved in a Yagwai hunt. I don't think you need to be sorry about that. That sounds, that sounds great. We, we have a bunch of, you've seen, uh, behind me, our, uh, band of people. Um, what you don't know is that we are actually teaching them how to shoot moving targets. And I personally cannot think of anything better to start on than a Yao Guai. So truly, thank you. <laughs> Servinia looks at you a little bit. And she says, well, I'm glad you're excited about this uh, opportunity. I guess let's set up. And uh, she slings the shotgun over her shoulder and starts working her way over um, back to your car. Tune in next time on Rad Rolls.